Hello and welcome to the Promo Noise Podcast, a place where you can ponder interesting insights and real experiences from my 20 years in the promotional advertising industry. I'm your host, Alex Morin, and today's episode follows from two episodes ago when I spent some time discussing the benefits of exclusivity. Before moving on to Exclusivity 2.0, it was necessary to teach you all about carpet talks in my last edition of this mentor blog series, which is what I did. Now you've got a flavor for the forum in which I learned so many of life's business lessons. So during one of our famous carpet talks, I was pushing Stan to give exclusivity of a new product to one of our top revenue generating customers. While he didn't say no to the idea, he shared a story instead. And here's how that story went. Once upon a time, after Debco was starting to gain some traction as a company and had earned a place in Canada's promo industry, Debco came out with a business brief, also known as a valise to some. It was poised to be a top-selling product, but nobody knew that at the time, except for one wily promotional products distributor. As such, this distributor asked Stan if he'd give their company a one-year period of exclusivity on this business brief. Recognizing the power of this distributor and the potential to do significant volume, Stan agreed. All started out well, and the distributor was giving Debco some great volume on the business brief. But then other distributors began asking Debco if they carried such a business brief. Because of the exclusivity agreement, Debco was forced to decline orders for the new business brief. Because the product wasn't patented, another startup bag supplier in Canada brought the product into their offering. All of the other hundreds, if not thousands, of distributors that couldn't get the bag at Debco were suddenly able to find it with this startup company. The bag sold so well that it literally put this new company on the map. And this company, nearly overnight, turned into Debco's largest competitor in the blink of an eye. Had Debco not given exclusivity to the distributor, there's a chance that nobody would have entertained the startup company because they were happy to continue using Debco. But that didn't happen. Debco didn't have the supply, and so the distributors went elsewhere. How did Stan handle that situation? Ah, I'm glad I asked. To his credit, he honored the exclusivity agreement because that was the right thing to do. But he promised himself that he'd learn from that experience. So when it was my turn to entertain the idea of exclusivity for a different client many years later, he was armed with experience. He was able to share that experience with me so that I could understand the potential consequences of such a decision. I love it when I don't have to suffer a painful lesson because someone I trust gives me the inside scoop on the pitfalls of making a particular decision. Time after time, Stan would share these anecdotes with me, and I was able to learn from them. Rather than make a mistake, I would learn from his experience and springboard to the next opportunity, 
unscathed by the hazard that I had avoided by having a mentor who was willing to be honest about his previous errors. And OMG, not that I didn't make mistakes at Debco, I made my share. But I can tell you that Stan's guidance and his experience saved me a lot of time figuring out how to be an exceptional leader and decision maker. So now you know about exclusivity and you know that it can be a great thing as you learned about in episode four and how it can really suck as you learned about in today's episode. In the next installment, I'm going to share one of the many great sayings my mentor used to live by. That saying was, always be memorable. Hey, thanks for listening today and always know that you are unlimited. Unlimited.